0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to Three Cities Rambling. We are three great friends from different countries who met while we were all attending graduate school in beautiful Charm City, Baltimore. As that chapter of our lives ended and we moved once again to different cities to pursue the next thing in life, this is a podcast to document our journey, friendship, and most of all, sharing our chapters of adulting, challenges, and inspirations from our guests and us with you guys. Hello, listeners. Welcome to our fifth episode of Three Cities Rambling. Today, we'll like to discuss a topic that is personal, but something that humans crave universally, relationships. The desire for connection and affection, I think, is only magnified during these quarantine times, and we thought it would be good to reflect on our relationships and share any insight we've learned throughout the years. Now, there are obviously a lot of of different kinds of relationships, but today we'll focus on romantic relationships. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh hey. <laughs> hey. some spicy music Ooh.
0: <laughs> all
2: right,
0: so all three of us are in a romantic relationship um, with differing lengths and histories and types. So maybe we can start there. I'd like to invite uh, my friends to describe their current relationship with their significant other, how did you meet? How long have you been together? how you decided to get serious, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, whatever you feel comfortable sharing.
2: So, anyone want to start us off? me yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met my current husband in 2009, which I realized it's more than 10 years ago. And oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> amazing. I mean, in 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 university, I participated in a volunteer work in Cambodia and my husband was the leader of that group so that's oh. how we met and because he at that time he was uh really into uh playing guitar he broke oh. his guitar there and made songs when he had free time there and because I was in choir, I helped him writing chords, and sometimes Aww. we sang together. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, my I hope it doesn't sound like cheesy. But <laughs> it's like a movie. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's how we got close to each other. And we started dating right after like coming back to Korea. and we have dated about like over six years and got married in 2016 and on march this year we've got our beautiful daughter Mm -hmm. to you (laughs) i think that's pretty much about um yeah 10 years of our relationship it's just um so
0: you guys met in like university
2: yes 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 we are attending the university yeah
0: campus
1: couple campus couple yeah Yeah, cc oh my god you guys are like the korean drama It's like
2: yeah high
1: school like college drama romance oh Um,
2: no the reality is so much different from the romance (laughs) (laughs) how about you guys i'm just
0: curious Sure, actually, I can go because I think it's not similar to you, but there's like some strange like connection with you too. Hmm. So I met my (laughs) now husband like five years ago at church, so that's 2015. Um, And we got married actually just last July. Um, Oh my gosh, thank goodness (laughs) it was last year, not this year. Oh my gosh. Last July, Uh, amazing. um, Yeah, but we didn't really have a smooth start to our relationship um, because I was just coming out of a long-term relationship um, at that time when he when he approached me and he was also he still is also two years younger than myself so also that hesitancy but we actually met at church and we were on the praise team together so that's why when you said like the guitar and singing together actually that's exactly the same mm-hmm. he played guitar and I was also on like vocals and and like <laughs> piano so I mean we didn't start dating that way but we started out like that was our like relationship to begin with was like we were you know Fellow members on our church praise team. Mm-hmm. And then we started to hang out more. And you know, um, it took a little bit more time since he first asked me out for us to really start, you know, getting into a relationship. But um, you know, that that's a long story, but it all all worked out in the end. So yeah. So I was like, oh wow, there's that music connection. Yeah. <laughs> <No way.
2: laughs>
1: <Really similar. laughs> I didn't
0: know. How about you, Steph?
1: Oh, oh well. I always wanted to like date a, a musician. I was also like on praise team and I was mm-hmm. also uh I think part of a, a singing group on campus like live band group and yeah mm-hmm. but unfortunately for me I did not meet any uh, charming guitarist <laughs> but you are the musician so any romantic uh inclination towards me or an, and me towards him so <sighs> that's so sad I did not have a a CC experience a campus couple experience or a church couple experience CC experience Um, so I think I'm the only one in our group who is still single in a sense that I am not married but I'm currently dating and I think I've been dating my current boyfriend for about three years now Um, how we met very cliche The only way that most people meet nowadays, I feel. Uh, We met through a dating app. But uh, I guess that one interesting thing was that I actually was about to just like swipe away and moved on. But then I noticed that, huh, he goes to the same church as me. And so I was like, oh, okay. Since we go to the same church, maybe we should be friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so one date turned into another date, into another date, into another date. And then in the blink of an eye, it's just like, three
2: years now yeah. wow well, now three years
1: yeah. already i know yeah, yeah no, it's crazy three years it's crazy I feel years. Like you have
0: the most modern experience of dating because like yeah right now i feel like that is the way to meet people right there's so many you, you guys too. have
1: the very nostalgic uh you know analog Old i want to i want to <laughs> borrow this word analog that i learned from him young so cool um, uh, oh. the, the analog uh feeling, which I think everybody still wants these days. I feel like everyone's like very uh disappointed with like, dating apps <laughs> for most, yeah, I mean, no, I know. for most people that I, um, yeah. Them, yeah,
0: maybe you yeah. need to give us a primer on dating apps at one point because I feel like there's so many <laughs> out there and mm. like there's some are more, more successful than others and whatnot. But oh my that's
1: god, that's still a
0: very legitimate way to meet people, so I feel like.
1: Well, yeah. I think it is. Just, like, don't put so much pressure on yourself and, like, mm-hmm. trying to find, like, the person, that one person on the app. Yeah. I think if you go on the app with that agenda, it's it's just...
0: You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, like, you got to put so much pressure, unnecessary pressure on yourself. Like, I think for yeah. for me, like, how I approached the app each time around I went on it was actually out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. The first time actually that I used, uh, I went on Tinder was uh, right before I decided to. Uh, no, right before I, ca- I came to the US for my for my masters. Like I already know that I was gonna go. That was like a set date. Um, mm-hmm. So a couple months before me flying off, and I was just like, you know what? Which what I can do now, which means that I can just go on dates for fun and like meet people <laughs> and like don't have to. Like, no work pressure. Yeah, no pressure because you know that this, all this is not going to end in a real uh, yeah. serious relationship because like, that's not what I'm seeking. What I was seeking at a time was actually like, because I was also trying to, uh, I was getting out of a painful relationship at a the time. There was some like broken mm-hmm. trust and stuff. So I, I needed to heal. I needed a time and after like one year of like just not dating anyone I, I didn't want to like go on any dates I just wanted to like focus on myself so after that one year I just felt like uh okay it's time to maybe meet new people again learn how to like n- you know be nice and and <laughs> learn how to trust <laughs> new people don't be so judgy and yeah. so I was like okay let's 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 kind of meet new guys and so that was like the goal you know right? And it was just so fun um, yeah. Rather than one thing to like, I want to meet a boyfriend on this <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, we digress. It's so I know that. No, 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 that's super interesting.
0: Gotcha. Well, um, talking about like relationships and you know different kinds of relationships that maybe we've been in in the past. I actually stumbled upon a popular YouTuber's video by chance a month or so ago and she describes romantic relationships in an interesting way Um, she said that in her younger years like in her 20s maybe even teen years there were three factors that she looked at attraction compatibility of interests and how much attention you get kind of like the give and take of like I feel loved and you feel loved right
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so
0: if you're attracted to each other you um, have similar tastes and you reciprocate mm-hmm. interests, that was enough to start a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she described that as she matured and cycled through many you know, relationships using that formula, she realized it, was, it actually just boiled down to one factor that mattered for her, which is shared values. For instance, if you value your career advancement, but your significant other values, quality of mm-hmm. time, and these yeah. values clash, then the relationship will have a hard time like deepening. Um, so the shared values was kind of her... her takeaway as in that's the most important thing in a relationship like everything else is kind of like optional so that was a long intro but um what do you think about this (laughs) viewpoint do you agree that the secret sauce to a healthy relationship is shared values or vision above all else Um, or are there other things like what do you think are the top three things that are important in a relationship you know? I got, like,
1: flashback. I think I'm going to jump right into this one. Yeah. I got, like, flashback <laughs> from, like, my younger years <laughs> listening to the description, and I think it's so true. Um, I think, like, definitely in, like, the my younger, like, you know, early to mid-20s, like, you know, the criteria is definitely, like, a lot on, like, compatibility of interest, attraction, attention, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all good stuff. And then I think one thing that really struck me was when I was, graduating from my undergrad at the time and I was writing my thesis and I was very passionate about sociology like I was a mm-hmm. sociology major uh, most people are going to think that like this is like uh, you know what are you going to do with this degree <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean uh, I mean Asian thinking but but yeah anyway yeah um, I was very passionate about sociology and I was so excited when I was writing my thesis and I, was, I spent so much effort you know, my entire soul writing it and my mm-hmm. boyfriend at that time So, yeah, my boyfriend at times was saying ex boyfriend. Uh, Mm -hmm. I remember he made this remark to me, which I was like, wow, it really struck me. He Mm. was like, he read my thesis and he was like, oh, so this is what sociology is about? Well, that's so easy. It's just like writing things that are like common sense. I was like, wow.
0: (laughs) And you punch him in the nose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so he was like, yeah. And then I realized that, oh, this is a guy that don't share in like my you know like rest not like respect my my passion or like sharing like my uh, life goals like I think it's more around values at this point um Mm -hmm. and like I was graduating I was trying to find a new uh, a job and at time you know as like a sociology major it's it's, I was kind of like going through a, a rough spot where I know I was like oh what should my career be which industry should I go into can i do with my sociology degree and then he was like you know what like ladies in my family you know they don't have it i mean sometimes they they just don't work they can they have the option to just stay at home it's fine like you know i don't mind that if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you know wife housewife and like Mm -hmm. he's gonna work and he's gonna bring enough uh (laughs) home. and he's a very capable very very capable guy Mm -hmm. um i mean we started dating because like i was very attracted by his intelligence and how capable he was. Uh, but, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, and then like, you know, so so he was, that was his like viewpoint. Like he he actually liked someone who would stay at home and take care of kids and raise a family and doesn't really need someone to like go outside. But I was like, no, that's not me. And that's not who I, who I am. Like I am a career minded woman. I wanna do things for myself. I have my goals, you know? And that's when actually the first time that it struck me about this thing that like at that time I didn't know right because I was still too young I didn't know mm-hmm. that it was more it, it was what this YouTuber is actually describing the the letter which is like the shared values like mm-hmm. if you value career advancement right like what you're seeing, others don't or value something else then it's really going to have a hard time and op- obviously we broke up Um oh. yeah I didn't have the answer then, but you know uh, younger me didn't, didn't know what was going on but <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like you're so not supportive <laughs> <laughs> but mature me now is able to look back and realize that oh no it's just because we value different things and mm-hmm. you know we wanted different things um yeah but I think uh one more thing that you know mm-hmm. sorry I'm rambling here no it's great One more thing that I think uh, I would add on would be like um, as also something that I realized on hindsight is that as I grow older, like I also evolve, like I am not a static Mm. person. So like, you know, my ideas of like shared values or whatnot, um, my goals, my dreams, my emotions changes with time. Mm. Um, What I want in my early 20s, my mid 20s and what I want now is just so different um and i mean one example would be like right now i am very into startup i like working in a startup and Mm -hmm. i have aspiration of one day starting my own company and doing my own startup right Mm uh and i think that's gonna put some strain on uh, my significant uh, other like my partner because like he would have to be understanding and you know also share in that risk the financial risk that i and willing to take but he doesn't necessarily signed up for um and, and doesn't necessarily even sign up for at the beginning of a relationship because you know, like i said i'm not a static person mm-hmm. my dreams and aspirations and ideals values all changes so i real i start to realize that a partnership to go for the long haul requires adaptation to all this mm-hmm. like your partner too is also changing and evolving and so i think at any point in time the two people have to adapt to each other's yeah uh, yeah new aspirations and all that so I think what would tie you both together is something like more core than just like sharing similar interests and like or you know or sharing because mm-hmm. it was dreams direction of your dreams can change right now you might be sharing the same dream of maybe being podcasters <laughs> the no. thing of us. but you know one point it might change too so like yeah
0: Oh, it's true yeah. so like the more like stable part of your being is yeah like, is gonna yeah. be like that value the shared yeah. values
1: yeah so I, mean, I don't know, have like, like the right word for it now like yeah. i don't know what it is but something deeper like more core mm-hmm. and central to you as a person mm-hmm.
0: okay. yeah 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 i agree stephanie i think maybe like you or many others, a lot of my earlier relationships, I weighted attraction and compatibility in terms of like, Oh, he likes me, you like me, you know, or <laughs> I like you a lot more heavily. We're um, like, I feel loved and I feel appreciated, right? Or whatever. Um, but ha- like having similar hobbies, having similar taste in food, the way we like to spend time with each other was like, that was really important to me. Um, hmm. But having been through like the ups and downs of different relationships, I think um like we end up with the core values of a person everything else seems like like you said it's kind of more mutable um Hmm. like you change your personality changes looks definitely change (laughs) careers can look different (laughs) ouch (laughs) Ouch! but yeah sometimes we don't want to be forever young (laughs) (laughs) careers change hobbies change but yeah the values that you believe are essential right? Like, so some of my strongest values are my faith, uh, my family, mm-hmm. doing good for others, like we talked about in the Ikigai episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I
0: think those kinds of things are so important visions and values that my partner and I both need to at least share or at least appreciate about each other. Um, and I would add to that YouTuber, like shared values, definitely. Um, and I'd say also I would add the obvious maybe, um, but just add like trust and commitment. Um, mm. Because I think shared values is obviously needed um but also like I don't know I've also seen like a lot of relationships break in the past from other yes. friends who kind of got married too quickly in a way oh. like they didn't really they didn't really get to see the deep sides of a person I guess before they start. you know because wow. like even in the first year of a relationship it's all like oh you see the best of a person um and you know you maybe not haven't gone through trials together but I think having that experience going through some shaky times together really shows like oh is this person really committed and this is someone I can trust um Mm -hmm. even when times are a little bit you know uncertain so I think that's something that I really appreciated in my my husband right now is um I, I think I mentioned um, earlier that we didn't have like a smooth start we didn't start mm-hmm. like oh we like each other We're gonna start dating right away um, <laughs> because I was like going through I was I would say that's probably one of my lowest points in my life and I was like oh. emotionally not in a good place because I was like I had just broken up with someone I dated for a long time
1: mm-hmm. I
0: my PhD was not going the way I wanted it to and I was on the brink of getting kicked out of school actually no. Um, yeah, for for various reasons but um but i think it was something that i felt was very unfair to me um and yeah just like and the financial implications of that too because i was a full-time student at that time right so a lot of things going on and i was just not in the headspace to be looking for a new relationship <laughs> Love but yeah but i think like my my current husband he he like understood and he tried he didn't like try to force you know, a relationship on me, but he just wanted to be present and try to oh. like be with me during that time. And so I really, really appreciate that because a lot of the times it's like, you don't know how a person will react or respond when there are hard times, but someone who will stick it through with you and someone who you, you trust will, you know, in the end be on your side. I think that's something really important to gauge before you, you get married or you, you, you take it to the next level. Right. And so I feel like a lot of the times I, I, I'm always like, in my relationships, I was always kind of seeing, like, looking out for, if trouble hits, like, how does this person respond to life?
1: <laughs> And this
0: is someone like trust. Um, yeah, so I think that so was like, true. Yeah. yeah. And I think the last thing I'll say on this is, because I've been thinking a lot about this recently, is compatibility, the idea of compatibility.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, and I think maybe I'm thinking about it in a slightly different way. But, you yeah. know, when I think about compatibility, it's not necessarily about liking the same things, like having, hmm. again, the same, Kind of hobbies or personalities or the same kind of humor um, although I think those things are helpful um, I think for me I like, guess compatibility is more about like knowing truly knowing the needs and wants of your partner and being accommodating to that so like my husband and I have very different tastes very different tastes in music in in you know food and hobbies and things like that but um and even love languages, which you might be familiar. There's like tests you can take online yeah. to figure out your love language, <laughs> different love languages as well. But I think it's being aware of like, oh, he feels appreciated and loved when X happens, or he doesn't feel loved or appreciated when X mm-hmm. happens. And so knowing that and kind of um, working with that, and you know, and show, showing the ways that he, he or he feels appreciated or not, I think is more of the compatibility. I think that is important to me um, and something that is promising because you can build towards that. It doesn't naturally mean that you have to find someone who has the same personality. You have to find Mm -hmm. someone who has the same career or passion as you, but um, it's something that you can build as you learn and appreciate the other person's like even differences as well. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's (laughs) that's my spiel, my three (laughs) things I think that come to mind right now.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Lots of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, I agree with both of you guys Um, having a relationship with the same person for 10 years I realized that having the same shared values as the YouTuber you watched mentioned is really important and essential to maintain or even develop the relationship in a more constructive way for example I think uh, it resonates with what Stephanie uh, mentioned earlier I am also the person that have never thought of giving up my career because of child and i'm very um, grateful that my husband respects that and supports me in that sense for example i'm in my parental leave this year and um, sometimes i feel exhausted and depressed staying at home being with my baby all day while i feel like others go to work and make a progress in their career every single day i feel i'm lagging behind but um, mm. Thankfully, my husband fully understands how I feel and does mm. most of the house chores when he comes back home and always tells me how much he appreciates my sacrifice for the mm-hmm. baby and mm-hmm. know that he's willing to do the same when, uh, if necessary. Mm-hmm. So if I were with someone who forces me to be a stay-at-home mom, like mm. your Stephanie's ex-boyfriend and <laughs> sacrifice my career over family, I'd be so frustrated Frustrated because I think that's something deep-rooted in one's mind and rarely changes. So mm. I might have uh, tried to persuade at first, but I think I would eventually give up. And mm. being more and more depressed and blaming the the husband for the rest of my life yeah, so yeah so i guess we are in all in different looks like you mentioned before characteristics and so many other things but i think sharing core values can be the pillar to keep the healthy relationship <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah do you have
1: like a mom support circle uh
2: oh uh, no i don't <laughs> actually no. uh we I could have, but because of the COVID nineteen, I'm just oh, uh, yeah. staying away from like outside yeah. activities. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, oh, yeah. maybe Zoom once.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'm mean for I, that. I think, Yeah, listening to you, I mean this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but I think it's definitely really hard for someone to stay at home all day and just like mm-hmm. take care of your baby. Um, mm-hmm. mental health is very important. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. trying to say.
2: Mental That's is so all that matters, I think. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Especially right now, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah, crazy times. But really? yeah, well, thanks you for sure. Sorry, Sorry, I'm glad to go uh, No, I'm just saying that um, that, that uh, Himeon's husband is very supportive and uh, mm-hmm. helps make her feel supported through uh, this challenging, growing years of uh, the daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very
2: grateful yeah. for that.
1: Kudos to him, for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: And we kind of touched on this a little bit, but you know, I wanted to bring up something that we all kind of talked about, but which is the aspect of time. So clearly, we're not the same people we were when we were 20 or 19 or 15 or (laughs) however long you want to go back. But thinking back on how you dated perhaps as a teenager in your 20s or even now, what do you think has changed um, or not in your approach to your relationships? And what advice would you give to yourself if you could go back in time as a teenager or as a 20-something-year-old, what kind of advice would you give yourself?
1: I can start. (laughs) Well, I Um, think, like, what many of you have already, you know, alluded to, like, I was also, like, very immature in my teens and early 20 years, uh, 20s years. Uh, I think, like, the concept was really, the concept of relationship to me back then was really a lot about, like, what the other person can do for me so Mm -hmm. like maybe I have a princess syndrome (laughs) but I have a very romantic uh idealized idea of like a guy and what a boyfriend should do and so like you know it's it's a lot about like taking I would say (laughs) yeah that's like in my very early years my first uh relationships I think it was always like I'm always viewing things through my own lens as well. Like you know, what others do for me, like it, I have to think that is sweet. If not, you know, I don't really appreciate it or know that like the other person is actually trying. Um, but you know, like as we, as as Liz shared earlier, you know, we all share like different love languages. Like it can be like words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, access service, gifts, etc. You know. But what I didn't realize at the time was that you know I wasn't really speaking. Um, each other's uh, love languages so you know obviously like when I was you know in your early years in your in your teens and early 20s like I think that's just a very Mm -hmm. uh immature phase uh, of my life so yeah but anyway my advice (laughs) for teens (laughs) would be uh don't feel pressured to date So I never dated until I was 19. And I think I was pretty late. And I do feel that pressure uh, when like some of my close friends started having boyfriends. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to have one of that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think my concept, like like I said, you know, that's why I ended up with this like very messed up idea of a relationship. Because like I think Mm -hmm. the idea at that time when I was like 19 was like, I need a boyfriend. I need one of that. Because all my friends have a boyfriend and boyfriends are supposed to do sweet things to you uh, <laughs> wife, <my dad. laughs> i am perfect yeah they <laughs> and, should just
0: kiss my feet and you know i know
1: please don't hate me listeners i'm just i'm i'm just kidding i didn't go to that extreme uh but yeah i think it was it, in a rough sense like that was the kind of idea that i had and i I just realized that you know like so my my advice to like teenagers really like to take time um don't feel pressure pressured because your friends started dating um you never know too that maybe they also just start dating because they feel like they need one of that (laughs) um i think that your teenage years is really it, it will it's it will be more fruitful in my opinion to engage in like self-discovery uh and i think that was the most valuable memories that i have that i cherish the most Mm -hmm. because like you know in high school i was like very involved in like extra uh you know in activities outside of school i was like Mm -hmm. i went go camping i go like adventure i do adventure sports i travel even like you know i was like very into different things and um late I think like from 19 to like my early 20s, I was very involved in like community services um, overseas and locally. And mm-hmm. I think that was like where I feel the most uh, energized you know, and where I learned the most about myself and I feel truly a- alive. And I don't think that any human being can give you that kind of that adrenaline rush or like that feeling of satisfaction, mm-hmm. self-fulfillment, um, and you know, the feeling of being alive. I don't think that it's anyone can give you that kind of feeling. It's almost like your ikigai moment. So I think that you know, in your early teens to 20s, like it really, you really should just devote it to <laughs> self uh, exploration if you can. And then my advice for like the 20s, it's also the same. <laughs> don't be pressured to date someone or to get married. And I feel like the, the pressure starts to increase in like your mid to late 20s. Like everybody started asking you, uh, like, you know, if you don't have a boyfriend, you'll be like, oh, you need to look for a boyfriend. Can I introduce someone for you? And i like oh my God. And I like start asking your friends. Like, Do you know anyone? Anyone suitable for this person?
0: Asian grandmas are like the worst. <laughs> oh okay, Asian grandmas. Where's Asian your baby? Grandmas. I'm like, oh, you're not even dating
1: yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm like if you're dating. Like your parents, your aunt, your distant relatives that are asking you, like, when are you getting married? You've been dating this same guy for like a while now, you know, mm-hmm. and you're getting really old. You should just get married. And like, you know, there's all this pressure. But the thing yeah. is, like, don't let anyone talk you into it. You're mm-hmm. the one getting married, not them. Uh, you got to make that decision right when, you, when, and only when you feel ready for it, and not because yeah. you're pressured into it or that you know, yeah. Uh, you know, society is giving you all this pressure and expectations. Like, I I don't think that's the right thing um, to be making your decisions based off. Um, And I know Mm -hmm. some of my friends get really, really depressed and anxious about being single. Um, And I think that it's kind of sad because like this anxiety really like, you know, just hinder our own personal growth and development because like you're too busy trying Mm -hmm. to find that, prince charming versus like trying to see how else you can be better as a person and be whole as your you know as yourself like so you're just constantly obsessing over trying to find someone or forcing yourself to behave in a certain way so that you can benefit someone um I don't think that's gonna work and so like I think my own personal m- mantra mm-hmm. um is to like you know let people lead lead their life at their own pace <laughs> and you uh, know to respect my pace and to respect the pace of others like I think when whenever I feel pressured or like my any distant relatives trying to hint about me like it's time to get married um that's really when I really put the firm foot down and now you know where I tell people they like hey you know my milestones and time stamps are just gonna be so different from all of you from my cousins from everybody mm-hmm. uh because that's me I'm not somebody else um and i respect that pace of life for myself and so like i don't want to give myself that kind of unnecessary stress and anxiety and i don't really want to want you to add those stress into my life Um, so that's uh you know that's my take on like uh datings in your 20s and oh yeah and definitely go on more dates. <laughs> I feel like it really helps people if you're obsessing over trying to find someone and like desperately trying to win the affection of just one person. You just need mm-hmm. to go on more dates because like the more dates you go on, the more you realize that, like, hey, it's really just not that one guy. Mm-hmm. That you know, there's really like a multitude of <laughs> options out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's really about like, you know, like what we said earlier on, This is beyond the superficial compa- mm-hmm. uh, ideas of compatibility, but like on shared values. So in order to seek that out, you really need to like find more person. I think it's, a, it's like almost like a probability numbers game. The more you go on dates, the more you meet people, the higher your chances mm-hmm. of actually finding someone uh, that, you know, might stand out and be of interest to you. And that way too, you turn the tables around. It's not you trying to like, force yourself to adapt to someone to win the affection of someone but you know it's more like you now have a lot of options and <laughs> you can have a clear mind and like choose who actually is the one that you want to go deeper with you know and I yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: actually that was a lesson that I learned that that one year where I went on a I went on tinder and went on very casually <laughs> because mm-hmm. I had like a no agenda thing and and that's what I learned that like ah mm-hmm you know like I think sometimes we just girls as society like they were just we're
0: too rigid know, in society reality.
1: made it this way like I just feel like we you know we always feel like oh my god I need to win the affection of a certain guy and any behavior
0: yeah, type of person mm.
1: yeah, yeah, like so, so like in dating like the guy always have like an upper hand so-called <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah when I was like uh, having fun and just like dating multiple people I, I was very honest with everyone like right from the first date, because everyone comes on the app with different expectations, right? So mm-hmm. when I was just casually dating, like first meeting, I always straight up tell the guy that like, I'm not here looking for any like serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I just am trying to get used to making new friends again because I just came out of a very rough mm-hmm. spot <laughs> mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just like a rediscovery and like, you know, if, if that is, you know, if that makes you upset or you're offended, then, you know, like, I'm very sorry. And, you know, it's okay. We don't have to like carry on right with the date or whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, most guys are actually really okay, and they're just like, "Oh, okay, okay." Like you know, everyone's just there with the attitude of like trying to make a new friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just very interesting for me to learn that, like, ah, you know, meeting different people, I I discovered different things about myself and about meeting people in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh! I like hundred percent of you, That's why I just
1: possible. You No, this <laughs> I
0: like I. I'm sure Hyung, there's a lot of places that resonated for you too. But I, there were so many areas that I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. Because I think, and especially something that stood out to me was like the take, like I take in the oh. relationship is very was very present for me, too, when I was in, like, high school and in my early oh. 20s. It's like, what can they do for me? Like, how
1: can they make me feel oh, yeah. better or me feel? like because we're girls, and we have very nice daddies, and we all grow up really like, <laughs> good. Or it's also, like, like the so societal different.
0: expectation, though, like you were saying, right? Like, in movie, at least in Korean, <laughs> in the, culture, <laughs> yeah, the guys aren't always drama. supposed to be the gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, buy you certain things
1: or, I don't know. Oh yeah, Talk and my you. dad always is like like a high benchmark for all my boyfriends at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you have milk from building to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> Maybe um, she will also be spoiled like that by her daddy too. hard for her to I <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think. Well, I started dating in high school. I think like. To, uh, like my uh, freshman year in high school and honestly at that time it was because everyone else was dating i went to a small international high school in korea so it was kind of like gossip girl <laughs> there was like a lot of <laughs> <laughs> there's just like a limited number of people you know <laughs> um, and and the culture in korea i don't know uh, Himyong, if, it, if you felt the same is very couple oriented or it was mm. back at that time like couple t-shirts like definitely. going to, like oh yeah, yeah, going yeah definitely couple, like everything like couple cell phones, <laughs> like stickers like anyway there's yeah. so many yeah. things right, whole right, culture around it and so I think I was like really hooked into that that I mean so, obviously I like the person I was dating at, you know but I think it was more about the idea of a relationship than the relationship itself and just like that high of that emotional flutter and you know oh. feeling valued and cherished and that and I think I got hooked on that like early on and so I I, like I pretty much was never single until I got got married just like cycling (laughs) wow and and I I really attribute that to that like kind of like high like I feel like I got really dependent on having someone like always with me um and I you know and so I went on plenty of dates per your uh, suggestion (laughs) Um, but I also do regret in in a way because you know like you said Stephanie when you're young and you're in your formative years you're trying to figure out who you are and also like that's when you're building these like really long-lasting relationships with friends too right because once you break up with a boyfriend you're not chances are you're not going to be friends with that person and so like in college especially I feel like I spent so much time with my boyfriend at the time that like I did have friends but like i did i rarely saw them i didn't really spend a lot of time with them to build that kind of camaraderie
1: um
0: Mm -hmm. so you know i think and as we were talking about with the shared values like you can only share a value if you know what your value is like personally um and if you're always connected to someone else like you don't have that space to figure out oh what is really important to me outside of this person or outside of this relationship
1: yeah yeah. also the external influence of the the person that's shaping you Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Yeah, for sure like they it might be actually their value and not what you believe in. so I think especially in your um in the teen years and the early 20s like when you're in college or maybe right out of college I think it's good to I don't think it's bad to be dating but be very cautious of like why you're dating and you know (laughs) are you trying to fill some like emotional need or are you being reliant on someone I think that needs to be like a red flag and I feel like in our 20s or at least in my 20s I was quite reckless like you know, I was especially I think about like my 23, 22, 23 year old self, and I was like, man, I was such a jerk. Like, <laughs> you, you know, so <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, baby, that's like the peak peak of your youth, your beauty, and like your independence too, because you're outside of college and you feel like you're making money and you can do stuff like with your time. Um, and so you know, I think I, I wasn't really thinking very deeply about myself or the other person as well. So again, my advice for the twenties, early twenties is <laughs> really be intentional with your relationship. Even if you consider yourself young and like you're like on top of the world or what <laughs> <laughs> you need to be a lot more um more thoughtful. At least for myself, I needed to be more um yeah. I don't know, Himo, is that similar to what you think or <laughs> do you have a different experience? <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, always- my
2: my experiences <laughs> are so much different from both of you guys but I think takeaways are the same I mean I had I I had only two boyfriends in my life because I had only uh, long-term relationships Hmm. my first relationship was when I was um, 20 and we've dated about two years but most of the time we were together he was in a military service Um, which is in which is a mandatory for a man in korea and i'm not sure if i should count it as two years anyway (laughs) uh, then i went to cambodia and had my second boyfriend (laughs) which is my which turned out to be my husband Uh, and yeah i mean so that's my like 20s and that's just too many in my 20s <laughs> but mm-hmm. my lesson learned is really really similar after hearing what you guys just talked about and mm-hmm. like looking back my 20s i think i was also very mature and was always looking for a prince charming mm-hmm. <laughs> like you guys did and i had my own standards standards in every aspect and if mm-hmm. my boyfriend Lacks at one of them, I was so disappointed and tried to fix oh. it, nag it, mm-hmm. and sometimes I wanted to end the relationship with he, if it doesn't meet my expectations, mm-hmm. and we actually um, had a month break from each other because of that issue, and I broke up with him, but it was also me who couldn't overcome oh. his absence and asked him out again to restart oh. our relationship. Wait, is this your, your current oh. husband? Yeah, my, my current husband. <laughs> He's so worth it. You did the right thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I think so. <laughs> so my,
2: my point is that no one is perfect, perfect even myself. And my yeah. set of standards isn't always uh the right thing. Mm-hmm. So if I could... Go back time and meet myself in 20 something i'll tell her that stop judging and stop nagging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my um to sum up my advice to those in their teens and the 20s would be that if you find weakness on the person you're dating but if it's something you can uh, pass over or don't mind at all don't pick up on that instead mm-hmm. uh, try to find and cherish the good things about him or
1: her it has to be a little, yeah. little
2: thing though like some
1: things like you know if you find this major red flag major like this mm-hmm. person is like, super lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> super lazy and you know uh, or irresponsible then like yeah i think you should walk away from that yeah that's, you that's walk
2: away from
0: that <laughs> yeah i think that's like that like Oh, I don't know, maybe it's a, a woman woman thing, but we like really want to fix things or like fix a couple, oh, right?
2: Yeah. Like,
1: oh, <laughs>
0: if, if this person is just X, Y, or Z, you'd be like so great, right? Or like, oh, if he just stopped doing this, you, you know, and then we try to go in and like, you know, be their savior, but
1: yeah. Oh, I hate that, sorry.
0: <laughs> rarely, rarely works out like that.
1: I have so many <laughs> friends who, I call it a Mother Thereseer, uh complex. Uh, <laughs> I have only friends who, like, wants to, like, date, like, okay, the so-called, quote-unquote, bad boys. Um mm-hmm. they're dangerous, they're exciting, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, they, they want to play with the fire, and so they, they like to date bad boys and hoping that they would change uh, mm-hmm. for that one person, and that one person will be them. Um, complete fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead, like, it makes them, like, over and over, like, just through the years just, like, rolling and falling in the dirt over and over again. Mm -hmm. i think it's just like yeah to me though yeah i I don't know i i am not a fan of (laughs) trying to fix someone um yeah yeah. no that's totally true that's not for me and i think that no yeah my advice is also to stay away from that if you feel like you are always caught in that situation it's gonna make your relationship very strained and it's gonna sour no one's gonna change their core being to be with someone and it shouldn't be the case yeah, and if they do, they'll be like really miserable. So
0: yeah, it's not, exactly. it's not good either way.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, great. Well, thanks, guys. This is uh, really insightful. I, and it's it's interesting that like we all had different journeys and different ways we've been in relationships. Yet our conclusions are very similar. <laughs> so there must be a universality to all of this and our experiences, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, we we talked a little bit about, and we and we hope that you know we're wiser than our teen years. Or a decade ago or however long it goes when it comes to our romantic relationship but um like you said him it's you know it doesn't mean that we are perfect as people or our spouses or our, our significant others are perfect or our relationships are perfect so kind of being more a little more introspective um where do you feel like you and your significant other can grow deeper in in your relationship just like you know where do you want to grow um you know improve in your relationship too
1: mm-hmm. well, i can start um that's such a tough one actually <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there's just so many areas that one person can improve and two people can improve uh, and work on um i think recently i really like this is something that i've been thinking about and that is like i realized that you know we are not static people like i said earlier and this means that we're constantly changing and how do we adapt to the changes that is happening in the core being of uh, you know each other? Like even in three years, like I would say that three years later, since starting to date uh, my current boyfriend, I have changed and I'm quite different too. And so like you know, obviously, uh, we gotta adapt to one another. Um, so I think for me the most important thing I think maybe to work on would be to like um, to have the ability to openly share about our dreams and fears and to have the commitment to support each other through it I think that Mm -hmm. something that I think that's what I cherish the most because I think I'm the dreamer in the relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, very like I (laughs) said I have a lot of aspiration and ambitions you know and I want to like do things that like would positively impact the community I hope to mm. achieve my ikigai <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that uh, my boyfriend is necessarily the kind who sits up in bed in the morning and sips his coffee and think like what is my ikigai <laughs> <laughs> he's not the kind of person you know yeah. Um, so I think it really requires a level of understanding and acceptance uh, from each mm-hmm. other right because like yeah, and yeah. back to like yeah. judging too like you know the earlier point it might be very easy for me to judge too and I'll be like hey why don't you why are you mm. never pondering about your ikigai your life. <laughs> <laughs> are you cruising through life and just wasting every moment away because you're not doing something that it's important to you <laughs> but you know like well, that's harsh what is yeah but what's important to people is very different and like you know to him. human really might not be like finding out what is his speaking guy you know it doesn't matter maybe every day living just being able to enjoy each day and like you know having that brand new day and opportunity of opportunity it's already his speaking guy is amazing so you know like it's 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 just like acceptance from both ways, like, you know, that I'm such a complex person that I need to have something that will fulfill my ikigai and, you know, and maybe like, and him, like, you know, it's just very different for me. And so I think that, yeah, I really hope that, you know, that's the one area that we can work on. And that is like being able to share about our dreams without judging each other and also like respecting each other's like, level different levels of motivations and uh aspirations yeah yeah
0: no that's that's good i i feel like i have a similar but different different like area (laughs) maybe it's (laughs) the opposite um because i think especially with this whole quarantine you know we're spending more time at home with our with our significant others Mm -hmm. and i feel like because i feel comfortable with my husband and I feel like he understands my passions and also my frustrations. I can be my like unchained self in front of him. <laughs> like my true self, I can be kind of like bitchy or, you know, be demanding or whatever, you know, like, cause I'm like, well, yeah. he'll accept me. He'll understand and accept me. He knows like who I am true. Like, you know, and whatever. And so I feel like that's a huge privilege that I get to think that way. And, um, to act that way but it's not a good thing right so i want to be able to to tame my tongue also more and not to just take advantage of the fact that my husband will not well i think it will not judge me um to to just be unhinged and um do whatever or be you know present myself whatever uh, however i want and so i think for me i want to work on emphasizing more words of affirmation and encouragement instead of just always voicing like the practical things I need to get done, or what needs, you know, or the frustration that I I feel in my life. So, um, it's like the 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 other side of what you're talking maybe about. Like you need to accept each other, but even though you accept each other, like you still need to like <laughs> you still need to um, respect one another, or at least like you, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah that that makes sense. To to endless growth. <laughs> <Absolutely. Yeah. laughs> There's no winning. Just kidding. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, Hima, what about you? Um, I
2: don't know. Um, I mean, I, our relationship uh, has gone through a lot of changes after the birth of my daughter. Then. And I'm holding her now. <laughs> 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 for the <laughs> past 10 years, we were uh, the number one to each other. And then suddenly our baby uh, became the highest priority for both of oh, us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we struggled a lot, I think, and we Mm -hmm. had to adjust everything for her from like baby items, sleeping time. And we even moved to a bigger house recently because of her. Mm -hmm. So, And at first we found it really hard to adapt to this um, drastic change in life and Mm -hmm. had several, not several, actually many quarrels, mainly because (laughs) we both felt like we've been pushed back from our um, number one priority list. (laughs) <laughs> now we know that it's none of our our fault and we're doing the best we can and we have our daughter <laughs> to you mm-hmm. as well so i think we are in the process of accepting and observing the new phase of um, our marriage life
1: oh my god it's so tough friend ah <laughs> fighting <laughs> ah, thank you <laughs> don't have words to say i just know that it's really really hard oh it must yeah. be
2: yeah, it's it's hard but the happiness uh she gives is much greater. I think <laughs> so I'm like a true mom. <laughs> I, <not> so
0: <laughs> Any last thoughts or reflections before we close um close out? Any last words or words of advice or reflections?
1: Last word for me is don't be pressured today. <laughs> a lot a
2: lot of things i'm kidding but yeah it was so much fun and maybe we should like invite our significant other and maybe do one more episode yeah yeah (laughs) because we don't know i mean we we are always always talking about like like point of i mean girl's view our point of view yeah our point of view and i was just wondering how (laughs) others might think i have oh my gosh what
0: did what if we ask them the same question and they're like, "Oh, the most important thing is looks."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, even if they don't say looks, they they still kind of put, looks pretty important. <laughs> at least
0: among them. yeah the guy and girl uh yeah guy and girl values are probably most different
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i had a friend actually a guy friend who was like he was so excited when he found out that we are going to record this uh episode on relationship and he was like you need a point of view from someone single me <laughs> mm,
0: yes <laughs> well i
1: hope your friend and many others out
0: there have um gathered some insight from from our experience and maybe you have very similar experiences or maybe you have something else if you do would like to share any of your thoughts or um, your reflections with us please reach out to our email at threecitiesrambling@gmail.com at gmail.com with the number three we'd love to hear from you if you haven't already check out our other episodes since we talk about a lot of the topics we even um just mentioned today like um like our ikigai or workplace or um, other other topics, so feel free to take a listen. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>